Welcome to Tetra Soccer. Oh my God, what a wonderful weekend of good football! Yo, what, that was that was only with one of the three. Damala, what's up? Now how are you? Good morning. It's very nice to be back here. I missed yeah, last you, weekend, you, but you come on. Yeah, I did. Very nice to be back here. Very very nice to have you, brother. Welcome back. And let me just quickly let's quickly rush into it. Let 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 me start with last weekend. How exactly was it? Well, I think it's it's pretty much went as it's supposed to go, except uh, you know, there were a few upsets. Uh Fuam as uh I listened to the podcast last weekend and as um Richard predicted, Fuam gave Liverpool a run for their money. Uh, so um apart from that Alan scored as everybody expected. I I have done that. It's not about a matter of considering. I've already brought him into my FPL team, <laughs> and as 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 predicted, Alan, uh, you know, he registered his uh his, uh, his presence in the Premier League. So one of the best strikers in the world, young strikers in the world, registered playing in the Premier League. And then for my team, I don't know the evil that is that is I don't know going with them. <laughs> They continue their their are useless run of forms. I see. We yeah, I don't know. With with that midfield, I don't think any any team in the world can win anything with that midfield that we have. So I don't. I, I'm not going to blame it to blame anybody. I said this thing last weekend. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about the podcast or my life on the live video when I was talking. Okay. I remember saying that it is August 2022. Who still uses Maxomini? Ah, Fred. In the same midfield. Well, I don't know. Well, Manchester United does. And when when you lose your opening game like that at your own ground, your own home ground, I think it's saying a lot of things about about the kind of club, about the kind of players that caliber players that we have in the team. Uh, apart from that, let's I think everything see, went everything went see. well. All right, all right. Yeah. Let's even go through the, the, the results of last weekend from game one. The fire of okay. Friday night. Arsenal went to yep. Palace. Arsenal won by two goals to nothing. Then we went to start today. Fulham against Liverpool. I would not lie. That match was very surprising. Fulham two, Liverpool two. Alexander Mitchell was the star of that shit. Fulham should have won the game actually. Adam. Fulham should have won the game. Okay. Richard is here. Richard, Richard right now is feeling himself. He has been on top of the most. He mentioned it on the podcast. And yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> I just knew that was going to happen, but even the goal Liverpool scored for the second equalizer was quite was kind of a lucky goal. Yeah, it was. At, the, at this point, it was a lucky goal. Goal now, goal. Yeah, yeah, of course, of course. <laughs> but it was, it was a lucky goal actually, because yeah, uh, yeah. Nunes totally miscued the ball, and if Salah wasn't there to pass yeah, on yeah, it, I remember, I remember that one. I remember, I remember that. I remember that. But away from that one, I don't know. Let's even talk about this one for a few minutes. What is going on with Gerard? What about Aston Villa? Two zero. Aston Villa lost. I don't. I think apart from apart from uh, the only one championship team, I think the rest championship teams they actually picked up points uh, from their you, from Premier League counterparts. Let me give him. Their last yeah. two Premier League wins, Aston Villa have only won two, and two of those and those two wins have been teams that are already relegated in the Premier League. They are no longer in the Premier League at the moment. Okay. So, first of all, we kind of give you the question: How did they go to last season? What is this trajectory that they are going on? 
this present problem. What exactly is going on? Let me even go with Richard. Richard, what's going on at Villa Park? Um, a lot, a lot, really. Considering the fact that Steven Gerrard has, I, I don't want to say he has proven himself because he coached in Scotland, so that's like England is like a step up. But I don't know. I don't know the rationale behind starting Danny Ings ahead of Oli Watkins Oli when Watkins is faster. I, I remember and, I feel this very day. I, I took question that I took question that Danny They bought Danny Ings because they felt okay, he scored I, I think they scored sixteen goals that the previous season and then they were to improve. People were told that the fire season. Watkins I think scored maybe just one shot. I think it was just Watkins with fifteen or something. It was not like I think Watkins was bad this season before. So why? You know, for a club that just sold the player for 100 million, they felt okay. Let's let's improve on this team. So <laughs> they actually thought let's, they got the, the better of Manchester let's, let's, City. Look at, look at the improvement. Look at the improvement design. You mentioned you mentioned uh, Leon Bailey. You would mention Mendia. You would mention Danny Ings. Obviously, which one of these guys has actually stepped up to the plate? And this this is their second season after that big money transfer. As it to Aston Villa level, I'll call it big money transfer. This is the um, second season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Steven Gerrard came half season, halfway through the season, or October. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I don't well, think has, this is this is actually his first, should I say, major transfer window. So, and we've not even really seen much action from except Kamara and a few others that I brought in. Yeah, um, there was Diego Carlos and Sevilla as well. Yeah. To, yeah, yeah, that's a, that was even a very good signing. But to get all these players to jail, I think they just need a couple more games. CVG is actually a good manager, so he'll probably come out finishing in the mid-table places again. Okay. Away from that one, Leeds against Wolverhampton Wanderers 2-1, although Wolves got first, but that one happened. Leeds, Leeds have started very well. Jesse Martin looks to be on the right trajectory. This Nottingham Forest, I would not exactly call that one a surprising result. Two goals to nothing in favour of Newcastle. Tottenham against Southampton. I remember last weekend, I remember our first episode for this season, we actually kind of criticized Conte's transfers and everything. I mean, of course, we saw his starting level. It's not like I think any of his new transfers were exactly in that starting level. He was still the same suspect. Just keep put on the show. Harry Kane was nowhere to be found. I am extremely I am extremely devastated right now. My FPL Because of your FPL team. team. Yeah, of oh, course. No, it's <laughs> quite funny. Adam, Adam, you know, yes. let's talk about something for a few for a few seconds. You know the number nine course at Chelsea, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yes. If you're a striker and you join Chelsea, would you take the number nine jersey? Of, of course not. Okay, so it's, it's the same thing with Hurricane and August. You know his course in August, I, I, and you still I, went I, I, think, I, think I, I forgot to I forgot to consider that part. I mean, I was stuck between actually my choices were between Hurricane and Ellen Haaland. And I kind of just think that like one is a player proven player, one is just coming into the league. Although I knew that Haaland, of course, would be at the end of the day, I kind of it's kind of like it's of the devil you know and the angel you don't know, that kind of thing. You get me? But it, it looks like I've shot myself in the foot again. So it, it kind of just complicates matters a little bit. Don't worry, by uh but let's come uh September. Can we do this thing? Can we do this thing? The way that boy is going like this, if he scores again this weekend, God knows that next weekend, I'm buying him into my team. 
Tottenham. But well, well, I, you would have, you would have, you would have lost a few, a few quids actually. Nah, well, that's, that's my job as an FC. That's my job as a manager. I'm the one that's going to know how to move my phones around and all that. But I think I think I'll be able to make it happen. My team is not that. It's not. It's not exactly drowning yet. So, but we'll get okay. it somewhere. It's just it's just a slow start. That's that's where I'll put it. Everything against Chelsea at the Goodison Park. Once a Jorginho penalty. Amola. As usual, those those guys. Those guys are. Big. Let me be honest. Chelsea were not really Chelsea. Chelsea were not really convincing. Like exactly. convincing. They exactly. were. They weren't convincing. Exactly. So I don't know. Uh, they should have. I don't know. I thought should have at least uh, done something in that game. In my opinion. Let's even take a look at the big picture. Let's take a look at the big picture now. Chelsea have now sold both their what I consider as both their strikers. Both their strikers, yeah. No, no, I've done the on loan. Timo Werner is officially back with RB Leipzig for the second sprint, and that one is the permanent transfer. There's no second chance. We have to buy the Exactly. So now. Without a proper point man in that team, what exactly do you think you said is game about two days of Kayabat at first nine, or what exactly is the plan? Because of course, well, 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 what well, I think what they will do is, uh, as you've mentioned, Kayabat as first nine, and then getting getting their young stars to, to perform behind him. That's because there'll be a lot of spotlights on uh, Mount, spotlight on Pulisic, spotlight on. You know all these young players that that, that yeah Sterling that just came into the team as well. Spotlight on most of them that you know they didn't really because when and this and Lukaku were taking the the piece for them last season. Do you understand? So now that they now that they uh, they've gone, there'll be a lot of you know the focus on them. So what 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 can they do? Since there's no more winner that you'll be blaming for your missed chances, no more Lukaku that you see okay he's not performing in uh, in these matches. So you have to perform week in week out. They have Breuer, they have uh, Gallagher. So let's see, let's see what this is going to be. And those words are never going to be here. That's, 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 yeah, sure. We are running up on the preview already. All right. The squad currently is, is as average as can get. Seriously. A club of Chelsea stature, although they are still the, like the fifth best club in England, I know. Well, a club of their stature shouldn't have players like. Armando Bruja, Gallagher, Kai Abbott, like bang average players in their starting lineup. You get that kind of team. The only place that they are solid in is in their defense. And even then, they have Patinayo, Thiago Silva, <laughs> and players that want to leave. And players that want to leave. Imagine the club captain wanting to leave and Alonso. So everywhere in that Chelsea squad is just, just problematic. And then but, but they want to bring in. I think the few minutes, the 20, 30 minutes or so that I played in that game. No, actually, it was a good side. Chelsea in that match. No, 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 they weren't. They, 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 they played, they played bang average. <laughs> they had 24. And actually, actually, okay, okay. About Sunday matches, it was drama from that beginning. As I said, the last match, it was not exactly. It was drama. But the past week, the two PMs it up. Let's start this week up by two goals to nothing. Let's start this week we're up by two goals to nothing, and all of a sudden they are joining the match. That's number one. 
number two, which is the major talking point. Because last week, major a particular brother that, that I don't that I don't want to talk about, I don't, I don't want to be, but a particular brother on this show came out and said, Man, you will win the league, man, you will make top three. Sorry, a particular brother that uses glasses, but he's not here at the moment. No, so, relax, relax, relax. Um, um, having a slow start to the season doesn't mean you cannot still win the league. Do you understand? So, it's, we, 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 are, we are just one one game week in. You still have 37 matches to go. So, it's still on point. I'll take your word for it. I'll take your word for it. Let's, let's take a few, let's take a few seconds. Let's look at what the standings look like actually at the moment. I mean, of course, let's quickly go through it. We are looking at, at the moment, yeah, I wanted to mention Adam. Adam, I wanted to mention this. This what do I call it? This Tottenham. It might might not come down again. This this team. <laughs> this team might not come down again. <laughs> it might decide to remain on top. Let's let's hear it. But of course, I believe that now something right. something is going to be coming. And even now, I'm not going to start the show. Man, we come to nothing in that fixture. And on that note, we come into game week number two. Aston Villa against Everton is first. Is first fixture. We just we don't start on Friday night again. We start on Saturday afternoon. So first fixture is Aston Villa against Everton by 12:30. Then we look which is the bullish in the in the Premier League. Arsenal against Leicester City, there is Brighton against Newcastle, there is Leicester City against Bournemouth, there is Southampton against Leeds United, and there is Bournemouth against Fulham. All these games are by 3 p.m. on Saturday, Nigerian time. Finally, on Sunday against Manchester United. Then on Sunday, we look at Nottingham Forest against United by 2 p.m. The game of the weekend, the game of the game week is Chelsea against Spurs at Stamford Bridge by 4.30 p.m. on Sunday evening. Then finally, we at Anfield when Liverpool take on Crystal Palace on Monday night. So now let's let's look at the mid to actually dish out. Let's quickly go with Arsenal against Leicester City. Leicester City had had an unenthusiastic game, if you ask me, because you would quickly want to forget about that game. But this Arsenal team, they, they were not exactly top notch. I mean, of course, they, but they, they were not exactly here. Yeah, they were not exactly. It's not exactly top tier football that got well. In that Crystal Palace game, let's not lie, Crystal Palace dominated for a few minutes. I mean, in fact, for like towards the end of the first half, the beginning of the second half, Arsenal just got their goals at the times where I feel like Crystal Palace just slipped up. Well, Richard, let me hear from you. Arsenal against Leicester City, how is this one going to go? Um, the Arsenal fans, uh, the Arsenal fans, the players, and the team in general, they are buoyed, they are gingered, they are. I think they are in the right direction. And Leicester wouldn't do much to stop them. If you watch the Leicester game, I think Leicester just had a um, few moments of brightness that made that you, you saw the goal from Dewsbury all year. It's crazy yeah, how that is just his second his, only, his second career goal ever. So yeah. you know, players like Jamie Vardy, although Vardy still came up good, but they don't that consistency is lacking. Lacking for Leicester City. Now that you mentioned Jimmy Vardy, let me just cut in a little bit. We've known Jimmy Vardy over the years to be a thorn in Arsenal's flesh. Do you see that possibility coming up again? Um, 
Well, he has played against Arsenal sides that have fielded Permita Saka, maybe Squilashi, um, Mavropanos and others. But this Arsenal defense looks kind of, kind of solid with Saliba and Jay, with Gabriel and possibly Ben White too. So I don't think he's going to get an easy run in. And Ramsey is on top. Ben White has clearly played as a right back in, in, their, in, their, in their first game of the season. What, exa- what exactly is that tactical switch from Ateta? Because you maybe Takeo Tomiyasu, Cedric Suarez, or there's still Hector Bellerin in that team. Even though, of course, it's rumored that they won't terminate the contract to get back to Real Betis permanently. But why, why, why Ben White at right back? Why Ben White? Um, Ateta learned from Pep Guardiola, and if I say this, you probably see how correct it is. Guardiola plays Walker on the right here. It's normal wing. Mm-hmm. But when you watch Manchester City attack, you find out that they switch up to a three-man defense, depending on whichever side they're attacking from. You get that, yeah? Mm-hmm. So that's what so, Ateta so. is um, replicating at Arsenal. So, I mean, so that's so he's used he's to he's me. He's yeah, that's what he's doing. That's what he's doing, basically. All right, all right, all right. Manchester City against Bournemouth. I don't think we should say too many words about it, but Damola, I want to hear from you. Manchester City against Bournemouth, what are we looking at? There's really nothing. Ellingaland scoring again and, you know, just Manchester City blowing Bournemouth away. There's really nothing you know, Bournemouth can I, do I, to I, stop I, them. Alan got challenged by the Premier League top scorer of all time, Alan Shearer. I'm not sure you guys saw that tweet. Came out and said, although he has caught two, which is the beginning of his early career, but there's two fifty-eight. Yeah, he said he was caught two errors. Two errors. Is it is it ninety-eight or fifty-eight? I don't know. Two fifty-eight. Two Okay, yeah. Okay. Do you, uh, do well, you think I don't know. Yes, I I think he can. I think he can. If uh, you know this kind of start he had the 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 previous game, if he can, you know, step up his game. Of course, there will be some games where we score. Some games where we score. Uh, yeah, maybe just one goal, you know. As far as he, as far as he can step up his game, and well, yeah, exactly, exactly, exactly. You feel me? Yeah. So let's 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 just let's just because this city side looks like a kind of side that can produce a lot of goals, and they can they can do a lot of things in the attack. So Elingaran might be involved a lot. So let's see. He can he can score more. He can score more than that. He can score less than that. So we just have to watch and see. Let's go to the final game on Saturday evening. This one I want you guys to talk about. This time around, in your first game at home front, Old Trafford, Manchester United lost against Brighton by two goals to one. Pascal Gross scoring both both times. And let's even, in fact, I want to criticize my. Sorry, for me, I want to ask at this point, ask, ask, how is Marcus Rashford a starter in Manchester United's attack? Which has? Because let's not lie. You, you saw the chance, you saw the time you missed against when Ronaldo came Yeah. So, if, 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 if you cannot convert that kind of chance when your team desperately how exactly are you supposed to profile yourself as a reliable option in attack? Um, okay. With Marcus Rashford, I feel he played under his system. I don't want to be particular. Like he played well when the team was under pressure, but since that's a shoulder injury in 2020 or 2021 year for the Euros, shoulder injury just changed everything for him. And I don't know whether he became lazy or he just lacked finishing abilities. The only thing I um, Marco Flash would have been finishing 
centuries books is publishing as a besides that i don't know i don't know what has happened because that cross from Rado was inch perfect like just tapping Everything was said i already I, on my feet i had shouted goal already because i expected it to be that you could have stopped that ball toyed around with keeper for 10 seconds for scoring and nobody would have gotten anywhere near him but <laughs> he played it straight at the goalkeeper, making the goalkeeper feel like um, prime Casillas or prime before. Well, uh, Adam, okay. Adam, okay. listen, the 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 signs were there in the preseason actually for Marcus Rashford. <laughs> no, the signs were there. He missed sitters against uh, uh, preseason teams. Like he missed yeah. sitters. The goal he was supposed to score, you blast them or you either pass them to the goalkeeper. You know, when you're, t- I, I personally think if Rashford has, has converted that chance, we might have actually gone on to either draw or win the game, because he had another yeah. chance, uh, another yeah. inch perfect cross from Christian Eriksen. He yeah. blasted over yeah. the over over the net as well. Indeed, Bruno as well. I think Bruno Bruno Bruno, Bruno, Bruno lost his, his scoring boots when he, when, he, when, he, when he was allowed to drop back because I feel like the system in the first half did not exactly work his way, but the moment he was allowed to come back carry the ball, move the ball ahead and everything. He felt like he was in his element. He was, he was the guy he wanted to be. You understand what I'm saying? There, there was no so really system in the first half. What happened yeah, in that right. game was, was writing, foiling everything before we even started. Right from the kickoff, you know, the ball went straight to Davidier and Aguaya made a mistake as early as 30 seconds. Dalot made another mistake. Dalot made a mistake. And then he almost followed as early as that. From there, right to realize, okay, if we put these people on their toes, we can't see what they are meant to do. And that, that worked. That's why, I, that's why last time I said, if Eric Ten Hag can hear me right now, I just have one piece of advice to give you, sir. Ship, ship Marcus Rashford back to Voting Wanderers. Forget Marcus Rashford for 10 seconds. Scott McTominay should not be anywhere near the I mean, I, I am a rival fan. I am supposed to laugh at people's misery and everything. But that that game was extreme. It was it was it was difficult to watch because oh, Scott. In fact, I have to ask at this point: How exactly did Scott McTominay make the Manchester United team? Oh, no, Scott. Scott was actually Scott used to be good when he started out. It's like he used to be he used to be like the old the, the remote yellow or whatever. That's what they said. That's what they said. But then along the way, the only thing he improved on was passion. He did not improve it. Yeah, Richard, Richard, when when Marcus when uh, was sorry, Marcus Rashford don't enter my head. When Scott McTominay wants to play, he he he, he will play. Exactly. That's just it. When, so, so, when, when, when Fred, when Fred, listen, when Fred wants to play, we saw Fred in the preseason. We saw Matoma. Uh, Mato, we, we saw, saw Matoma in the preseason. When they, when they want to play, but you know the time when they refuse to play are uh, uh, core, core key moments when you need them the most. So they, they are not, they are not consistent. They are not, they are not, they are not consistent. Let me talk about that. What happened? Me could have gotten a red card. For that stomp, I don't understand. Uh, it was, it was a yellow card. Been... It was it was a yellow card actually. It was a yellow card offense. 
even if even if VAR, even if even if even if he was given a street trade, VAR would have reviewed it. No, okay. let me tell you something about that tackle. The VAR could have also suggested the red because it was just a very foolish thing. You had the ball, they gave you a nice pass. Everybody knows because McTominay can shoot from anywhere. Okay, even, even, not, even, even if you don't give him a red card for that tackle, you have to give him a red card for I permit me to use the word being so stupid. <laughs> you are mentioning something for the backup players. Now, hold on, hold on. Give, give. So, Tomine could have easily taken a shot from there, but then he dallied and then went back to foul a player. You were with the ball, but then he said to tackle the opponent that had not. <laughs> this is hilarious for that, that, that moment would almost forever not make sense to me. But, uh. Oh, no, Bradford, Bradford, Bradford have shown spirit in their first game. And we know these guys against the big boy, at least from last season, they are not exactly ones to just lie down and take it. Even though, yes, so most of the times, anybody going into the big boy, they end up losing the game. But they are not exactly just going to lie down and take it. So what happens when Manchester United travel all the way to London this weekend? That's my question. How do you see this on final? Because my you are now, I'm not exactly going to say desperately need a win, but of course, my you need to put points on the board. In my opinion, in my opinion, I see that as a win because that I always see it as a, I always see games as a win. So I see it as a win anyways because you know everything else we have to go back to the drawing board and maybe either drop Scott McTominay or Fred and allow Ericsson to drop back and then you yeah, use okay, Bruno and then bring it. even Bruno. Bruno was below par. Last I don't understand what's wrong with that guy. It looks like he lost his his goal scoring boots or something. So you have to. He lost last last assist game in February. February. That's, that's... Anyways, I I see I, I see a win a comfortable win because Cristiano Ronaldo is starting the game, so at least it will bring in some. That's something I wanted to point out as well. In the first yeah. half, you could see that United did not have a clear a clear point man. They did not have a pivotal point in attack. They were just. Be... Do you think also that maybe if Ronaldo had played that game and there was a direct direct attacking um intent Cristiano, uh, listen hear me out Christian Rado would not miss chances that 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 this 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 I don't know what's his name I don't even want to mention his name that he missed let me help you out with that name Dr. Marcos Rashford <laughs> MB I don't forget that part <laughs> MB <laughs> if, if it was on the pitch I I I would have been two one 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 go maybe one go up or maybe I, I would have been drawing two one so any anyhow so i think and i think it was the, for in his brain for it to be a win that's another thing mm-hmm. because he was said he, he took he was supposed to be a small enough he would be available before the new but this is this is thursday now and we are not exactly getting any medical news or any medical rumors or martial being available or anything so he might be we might just be looking at another week without answer the martial so straight forward the is not a reliable option anyways I think it's been, it's been mentioned. It's been mentioned as one of the targets for Juventus. So maybe if they can ship him off and bring in, they have to bring in uh, Gapo or what's his name. Let, let, them, let them bring. Yeah. So let them let them bring Gapo, players. Gapo is not in nine, although his first goal is not exact. He's not in nine. No, he can play. He can play. He can play in any of the positions up front. He can play in every position up front, so he can he can play maybe as a please, fourth nine or something. Please. We don't want players like that to give. Oh, so what do you think Man United need? 
Richard, what do you think my United need? We, like, I need number one. I, I need the right back. I need the, an, another right back because Dalot, if I, is trash. So, he was, he was not safe in that game. Wamsaka, I, I still need Wamsaka in defensive games, in games where I need to defend. Wamsaka doesn't offer much going forward, but he offers a lot defensively. Do you understand? Mm-hmm. So, Dalot, ship Dalot out, ship Lukshaw, ship him, if I ship him up to Bolton Wanderers or David County or something. Um, uh, I need uh, another player instead of Rashford. Let Rashford sit on the bench let's, for like, maybe like a let's, month. Let's now, let's now discuss the biggest game of the game this year. Let's talk about Chelsea against us now. Richard, let me start with you. How did we expect this one to pan out? This is a, this is a Stanford game, not the what, not um, the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. So, where exactly? I mean, of course, you said this that Tottenham maybe they are looking on the ascendancy and everything, but can they are hot for this? This is a Chelsea side that Tottenham lost to four times.
Kamala said Koshyamu, Richard said Koshyamu. It's like these boys are not really listening that it's just that it's approved. But me, I will be honest. I think if Tottenham gets, if Tottenham, I, I personally think maybe Chelsea, because of course I expect Chelsea to want to change the direction of what they did in the first game. Because without a penalty, that means that, that game would have been goalless. And Everton has maybe just one or two clear cut chances to maybe even put the game to bed. This they also did not perform. At the end of the day, I think I think I'm going to stay on the fence. I'm I'm, I'm going to call this one. I'm going to be brave. I think the game is going to end in a draw. Okay, if I'm being honest, I think the game is going to end in a draw. Okay. Only one game I, I think we should talk about. I think we should round off with the final game of the weekend, Monday night football, Liverpool against Crystal Palace. Now, before I introduce the both of you into the topic, let's start with this. Crystal Palace were solid for for parts of the game. If they had better conversion against Arsenal, Arsenal, Arsenal maybe just might would have not left the three points. That's number one. Number two, do we think that when Nunez deserves a starting shirt after coming off the bench to pull up a goal and an assist to pull Liverpool out of something I would call the trenches? That's that's two agenda. So Richard, number one, Crystal Palace, if they were more clinical, do you if they are more clinical in Japan in their next game against Liverpool, do you think they can actually put something in front of Liverpool to actually change? Um first of all, I'd like to comment Patrice Vieira. He has really done a great job at Crystal Palace since he joined them. And watching their game against Arsenal, I saw they just did not have the finishing abilities that could take them to the next level. And they are playing against the Liverpool side that it's hard for me to have to have one against one and playing at home because of the cup. You should expect Oh, all right. <clears throat> I said, um, despite their good form and how they play, Crystal Palace haven't really got that finishing edge, that cutting edge in finishing. Going home to play against, coming to play against Liverpool in front of the cup, the Liverpool side that we're looking to heal from their wounds, make their wounds from last game against Fulham. I feel it's going to be difficult for Crystal Palace to get anything from that game. Might defend well for a period of time, but in the long run, Liverpool should be able to come out on top. Liverpool should be able to come out on top. Namala, do you think that with Nunez, after pulling a goal and an assist in, in, a, in a game where he did not start, do you think maybe he deserves a starting chance? Because Roberto Firmino was almost lost. In fact, I would say lost for the amount of minutes he played before that Nunez came on. Do you think it's time? Do you think it's Nunez's time? Let me put it that way. Oh, I think uh, Klopp should just start Nunez for what he... He should begin to use him for what, what he bought him for because I don't think he will splash that kind of money, that 100 million uh, euros on, on the striker just to bench him. He has, I think he, when, he, when he came on, he, he has shown what, what he can do in the game. So just start him, put him in the starting lineup and watch him come up with something against um, Christopher Lass. Even though he's still... He's still Playing wobbly and he hasn't really gotten himself, but giving him let's just give him a, a run of games. He'll be able to get himself acclimatized to the Premier League playing conditions and be able to get get the ball running. It would, it would yeah, it, I think he deserves a starting shirt against Crystal Palace. Starting shirt against Crystal Palace. Now let's look at the other games and let's just run a quick prediction. Aston Villa against Liverpool. Aston Villa against Everton. Pardon me, Richard. Where do you stand? Who is winning? Who is going home? <sighs> That's a tough call. That match is going to be boring to watch. But maybe yeah, anybody's anybody's game. Probably one zero will either side of the Brighton against Newcastle. Damola. 
Newcastle, Newcastle have been playing playing impressive football actually, and Brighton, Brighton will be Brighton will be hyped up uh, because of their win against Manchester United. So it can go either ways. It can go either ways, and it could come as a draw. I'm predicting a Newcastle win or maybe a draw. But Newcastle win is 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 very probable. Southampton against Leeds United, Richard. Um, Leeds, Leeds have what they need right now. They have their striker back in form and fitness. And I see there's a coordination that Jesse March has done, has had with the team that they are moving on quickly from depending on Rafinha for everything. So I feel they will come on top against this Southampton team that keeps us going. But Southampton are But Southampton are Don't you think that might play, that might play a part? Southampton... <laughs> I've considered nine goals twice at home in three years, so nothing special about the Saint Marys. I hear, but I hear by rest my case. Wolverhampton Wanderers against Fulham. Fulham, after that impressive win, Wolverhampton Wanderers bottled, the go- bottled their lead against Leeds United. Now, where do we stand? Um, I'm seeing the draw actually. I'm seeing the draw in the game. And to wrap this up, Nottingham Forest against. West Ham. The thing is, Nottingham Forest. So in fact, let me let me ask, let me ask, let me ask you guys this: Do you think Nottingham Forest lost against Newcastle was maybe a, a projection into their season, or do you think maybe they can actually pull up something? Because these guys have made very, very a lot of transfers actually. They made tough players, they signed tough players, and I was still reading something this morning. They're still looking to sign more. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> of course. Maybe these guys can actually step up at some point. Or do you think even with their signings and everything, they are still going back to the Skybet Championship? They will. They definitely will step up because you know everything we have is good. Is good. Uh, is good. What I call is good run and it's bad run. You know what? What just happened to them last in the last weekend was welcome to the Premier League and where anything can happen. Um, so uh, let's let's against uh, West Ham, right? But yeah, I don't think they can they really. Also, don't have any point. So. Yeah, I don't. I don't think they can really bring up anything against West Ham. But even if they would, they will get the point. But I don't see them actually uh, being a very strong opposition to uh I'm waiting, to West to West Ham. I'm waiting for I'm waiting for Jesse Lingard to start picking from I need points. <laughs> I don't know. I bought Lingard is my FCO team for 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 those that are wondering. I have to not uh, have oh, yeah. Lingard and oh, yeah. oh yeah, Agba. Agba <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, Richard, Richard, let me let me even put this on to you. West Ham, do you think West Ham can actually beat? In fact, it's not even about this thing. In fact, let's start off. When does Gianluca Kamaka start playing properly in the West Ham shirt? Because last week, they still signed Antonio. So what's going on? What's happening? Richard, let me hear from you. You know, they all signed him a bit, a bit, I think three days or four days before their first game of the season. So they could not just introduce him, considering that... He's a target man kind of player, so it doesn't exactly suit their game size. So he has to adapt to it. And playing Antonio as a center forward, I think they just needed someone that could okay maybe be strong enough and fast enough in case of a counter attack against Manchester City. So I think um, um, Gian will start against um, Nottingham Forest and hopefully put silence the cage lion once again. 
So so you are saying so you are saying somewhere in your mind now is that are you putting it out there that Jalaka Samaka would score is in his first game if, if he plays this weekend? Yeah, if he starts this weekend, he will score against Dean Anderson. Anderson is banger wow. so he'll probably score against him. It was it was actually impressive when he when he came uh he, he, when he came on against uh, against Newcastle. It was it was impressive. I think he had a couple yeah, of chances. He had a couple of shots. At the moment, I mean, of course, it's still early to start reading out statistics and all, but at the moment, the United States has the highest amount of season. Nah, I'm to, I'm talking about Kamaka actually. I'm talking about Kamaka. Oh, pardon me. Yeah. Well, on that note, let us begin to our house. Thank you very much for listening. I I kind of fancy this one. It was not exactly much to talk about. Can we do just one more segment? One more segment. Short segment. Okay, what are we talking about? Let's let's get into it. How will Barcelona's register their players? Ha! No, <laughs> your your FPL you actually. Uh, uh, no, no, no. FPL FPL teams. What was your what's your own FPL team like? Scouts FPL team again. <laughs> you understand? Let, no? let, in, that at part. the moment, okay. Let me let me let me leave it. Let me leave it on. First, my, my FPL team right now. My starting level right now, off the top of my head, I think I can hear you. Jose Tai is in goal. Over, um, over and go to I have a three man defense of this game. Uh, I have Prince Alexander Arnold and I patched them up with uh, Kieran Trippier of Newcastle. Then my four man midfield I have Mohamed Salah, I have Jesse Lingard, I have uh, Mason Mount, and the fourth person is um, oh god, I can't Martin Odegaard of Arsenal. Yes, then my front line is Gabriel Jesus, Brennan Johnson of Spurs, and Harry Kane. I know he's very bad. Okay, very bad. so I'm going next. Uh, I have I have the hair in goal against Bradford. The hair hasn't really kept a lot of cliches against them, but I'm hoping he, he, he would. <laughs> so I have Alexander Arnold. He's facing Crystal Palace. I have James. Uh, even though he's going to concede against Tottenham, <laughs> I have Cancelo against Bournemouth. I have Cresswell against Nottingham Forest. And then I I, I have Son. He's captained. I have Sancho. I have Coutinho. He faces everything. And then Alan Mitrovic and Gabriel Jesus, my front three. That's actually, that looks like a very, your attack looks like a lot of good, honestly. Yeah, that's why I have them, I know. So, Richard, where do, what are we looking like? Huh? Um, In goal, I have Melier or Leeds. Yeah, just going to be getting points for saves. Saves, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then I, I have Rhys James and. Getting a from Patterson of Everton. Also, okay. I used to save funds for my midfield where I have Salah, Son, Gabriel Martinelli. Um, I, I remember them. Check your team now. I have Alan Dan. Hold on. Why you people are having Alan? Can you say I'm not gonna buy I'm not gonna buy Alan like uh, um, uh, if, if you know if you know if you know buy Alan you didn't miss so. <laughs> Alright, so I have um Okay in my defense I've got James Zinchenko and Titi of um then in my midfield I have Salah. So you can so you can so you can say this no, I never had Perisic. I changed Arnold to Tete. Oh, but I'm looking at your team now. So I could bring in Salah. So I have Trossard, Harrison, Son, 
and Martinelli. How many? Richard, yeah. for, for this transfer, you took you took it, right? How many is it you take? Let me tell you, let me put this out there right now for those that are listening. Richard is okay. laughing on the podcast boy on the podcast boy's private group, so he's, he's, trying to, he's trying to redeem himself. Oh, I see. <laughs> well, guys, this has been very, very fun. I really, really enjoyed this. Let's, let's, let's go into the game week. And honestly, I think you stick your money on Chelsea to win. I'm just saying, well, I think you stick your money on Chelsea to win. Okay, no wahala. <laughs> All right, guys, thank you very much. We'll do this again next week. Yeah, ciao.